0: good evening how the hell is everybody doing i am jason this is savage mind podcast and uh i wanted to jump right in here but first of all i want to say i hope everyone is being safe as much as i don't like to admit to it following instructions for our health and safety for our family and uh I hope everyone is making the best of the situation, which is very tough to do right now. I understand firsthand about that. And, um, man, I, I, even though I don't always know who my audience is, I feel like I always miss people. <laughs> uh, you know, when I'm not doing this, I, I probably could do this every day when the opportunity presents itself, especially when we can get to a, in a position where we can, take calls and and talk to people and get questions and things. I can't wait for that. But a number of different things on my mind, so I was on the fence about what I really wanted to do this podcast on. Like I say many times, is it often changes. And and as I've told you, a lot of my decisions are made while I'm working out, while I'm running, while I'm biking. And uh, ever since the Orlando trip, for the Podfest, seems like shit has just unraveled, and I want a big shout out to all the Savage community, Savage family, people that are trying to savage up their life, that have savaged up their life, or are in the process of doing so. Because if you do not understand yet, then you are choose to turn a blind eye to it that you really wish that you'd have savaged the fuck up and savaged your children and your loved ones up right about now. Most definitely going forward in the future. Anybody that keeps up with my post or any of my social media content. I've had a couple of people reach out to me. Well, a handful of people reach out to me privately. All of a sudden, my mission statements and my content and everything I'm about makes fucking per- perfect logical sense. Right? Well, it does to some. It still doesn't take with others. Because a lot of people are still in denial. We have lived in a bubble for so long. We have lived comfortable so long. We have directed ourselves away from things that are uncomfortable. Anything that's not a, that we find not entertaining and anything that's difficult. And, you know, and I, I mean, anybody that knows me knows I, these kind of subjects I can go on for a long time about because here we are. And, now, it's we, as a nation, we have hit the panic button on everything. So, first of all, right out of the bat, excuse me, right off the bat, right out of the gate, um, I'm dealing with a dental problem, and I have been for a while. Anyone that knows me knows this is true. And I won't get into the insurance and the money cost, anything like that. I need to get it dealt with, and I very much want to do that. So it's affecting my speech a little bit as I am. I really well. Let me say this: I re, I don't take painkillers at all. Uh, I'm in my 40s, and up to this point, I've can never remember how, ever taking painkillers. I can maybe took a couple my whole life, and uh, it's just something I've not gotten used to. So I feel like my pain tolerance is pretty high. I feel like that. If we saturate pain in any way, then it eventually we're still going to have to deal with it. You have to appreciate a certain amount of pain. But I tell you what, there's nothing like fucking dental work pain. Your teeth hurting. And uh, I've been in an incredible amount of pain for the last, I'd probably say off and on for a couple months. And if I can get it done right now, where I have it set up to get done every dental office around here, I know. It's closed, and so is a dental college. So I'm using a lot of oral medication and uh, medicated mouthwash, which is affecting my speech a little bit. And uh, I plan to do this podcast on Tuesday. I trying to stay consistent. Uh, most of the time, my podcast will be on Tuesday or the weekend or Tuesday and the weekend. And uh, as millions of Americans are going through. And if they're not there yet, they will be going through it. Uh, I've, I've worked for anybody that knows my full-time employer and I'm not going to get into specifics and the details of that, but, uh, I'm a few days off on the things I want to do. And you know, I'm big about not making excuses, but, uh, I, I have been laid off myself and, and so, uh, with the exception of a few weeks, for the first time in my life, I'm filing for unemployment as well. And you know what? It, it is what it is. That the, there's my understanding is three million people applied in the last week or two, so I'm no exception to the rule. Yeah, am I bummed out? Kind of, of course I am. It's just normal human uh, feelings, which is man making so many prog- so much progress and so much so many ways with the brand, uh, with the merchandise, with the podcast, with the the networking and I, I, I'll i be honest and I'm straight up about this. I plan on stopping nothing. Uh, will it slow some things down? I'm sure. But uh, I have spent the last three days trying to file for unemployment and uh, I'm not ashamed of that whatsoever. I've been working my entire fucking life and uh, I have already retired from a job. I spent at one job over 20 plus years. So that's not my current employer, but as I say, we're not just a small business, we're a mom-pop place, so it, it was inevitable, and uh I got on the ball with that as quick as I could, and uh this is what has just happened in the last, not just two weeks, the last few days, and so uh, our life is changing uh, very rapidly and drastically, and I just want to get on here and just talk about some different things of, of, of where we're at as a society. What's going on with everybody? What are, are we making the best of it? Are we doing the best we can do with it? Uh, of course, I think none of us were ready for this. Of course, who is? As myself, not being a paranoid person, I don't hit the panic button very quick. And people that do hit the panic button very quick really fucking annoy me. So, I talked about in the last podcast the whole coronavirus issue and people going and panicking and and cleaning out the shelves and hoarding and things like that. And it still seems to be going on. Let me say this. And I'm going to jump around a few different places. If you do any of that shit, you go and you hoard stuff, you clean out shelves, you fucking panic, you're in fear all the time, you're fucking needy, you're soft... Yes, these are things consistently because they line up with people who are fucking scared all the time. And remember this, these people will not only always throw you under the bus, they will get you hurt or killed. They might talk a big game. They might even look like they're fucking tough. They're good at playing pretend, but they're not good at following through and being the fucking real deal. You cannot be that and be savage. They do not go together. Anybody that knows my, reads my content and has kept up with it the last year or longer knows what goes into being a savage. And it is not any of that shit. It is not being a douche. It is not fucking taking away from others who need it. It is not being fucking selfish. It is not expecting things. I, I could go on and on, but I'm not. Most of you know. So I'm to talk. About where we're at as a society and how, you know, how did we get here? How did we get where if you just, if we just thought we were going to lose a couple little first world commodities, we hit the panic button every man for himself. And I know y'all have heard this in the last podcast and the other ones, which is, Hey, what do we do the day after Thanksgiving every year? Black Friday. We find ways to validate whatever we want to. We do. We justify it. We, I've done it myself. We all have. And what I have seen lately is my lifestyle the last how many ever years. I can't really put a finger on how long it's been. Is People know that I, I preach resourcefulness, frugalness, reduction, that abundance causes Chaos. First world problems are not problems. They're not. Um, all this sudden, luxuries seem not to matter that much. You know, you can't update your phone. You used to worry about your credit score. Uh, you can't trade your car in. And all of a sudden it goes to, hey, you don't know if you're going to get fucking milk or bread or you're going to have a fucking job. We, people of our age group and younger have never seen a depression. You might have seen a recession. You might have seen some hard times. But we have never seen a depression. There's going to be a lot of businesses closed that are not going to be able to open back up. So where I'm at is with the exception of getting laid off, which uh, that was out of, my employer's control, and out of my control, we'll make the best of it. So pretty much a lot of things with my life have not changed. Uh, I do a lot of things in solitude anyway. I preach that a lot. Uh, with the exception of a little bit of money, uh, financial, because money's always going to be... A li- 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 we think that no matter what it is, that money will fix everything. And we see now it will not. So... Once I get this going and see how this is going to go, then uh, I'll, I'll probably be close to the same as where I was. I work out alone. Uh, I do a lot of things in solitude. We, we live, we're not, I wouldn't consider us minimalist, but we have been working towards a life of reduction because in the near future, which we have a, a plan and sometimes a five-year plan turns into a seven-year plan. Sometimes a seven-year plan turns into a 10-year plan, but it's better than have a fucking no plan. And our plan does has little to nothing to do with material things. Everyone, including myself, in the past thinks money is a fix-all. And it is not. We see that now. All of a sudden, priorities just fucking switch gears, huh? And you know what? Some of y'all listen to this and get pissed off. But you know the reason you'll get pissed off? Because you've been hearing people like me preach this for a long time. And now it's came into reality. That's why you're fucking mad. You're mad because you're fucking soft. You're mad because you're materialistic. You're mad because you're weak. You're mad because we we are fucking fat cats in society and we've made our children and loved ones the same way. I tell you a conversation I had today, and I don't give a shit if this pisses y'all off. Because anybody that knows me, I'm not going to defend my character, my fucking personality, my message, none of it. If you take offense to it, it's because you chose to. I just observe things, and then I study a lot of statistics. And I would be happy to look them up and provide them. Because I might be a little off on this, so I'm not going to quote them. But I'll, I'll post them later. I was looking at the age group from about 12 to about, I don't know, 25, 27. You hear me take up for this age group a lot, too. But I see a lot of them fucking out of shape. Fucking soft, fucking overweight, and I'm sorry. Unless a person or your kid has a disability, a fucking legitimate disability, then why the fuck are they not only out of shape, they're more out of shape than you are? It's because you fucking allowed it. If you're, if you have kids and family that is weak, fucking sensitive, And fucking soft. And in their feelings all the time. And cannot do shit for themselves. It is 100% directly your fucking fault. It is all of our faults. We created this shit. People keep talking about the kids. Kids haven't changed. The parents changed. How did we get to this point in society? Shit. I preach all the time. Because you can just see it. And other people see it. You just choose not to see it. Which is, how did we think that we were going to keep going, being materialistic as we was, being as selfish as we are, holding no one accountable, letting them do whatever the fuck they want to, preaching money above anything else, doesn't matter if you step on people's throat, if you screw them over, whatever it is, keep promoting Money and materialism holding no one accountable. No consequences for their actions. Every man for themself is cool. It has not only been promoted, it's been encouraged. Boss. Baller. All this shit sounded cool. Everything that is about, give me some fucking attention. And a fucking list of other shit. We can keep going. Did we really think we were going to continue to do this and the bottom wasn't going to fall out? And now we're fucking all over here crying and we're pissed off saying, help me. You don't look. I just mentioned I got laid off. I'm no different than the other three million people. There's probably fucking two million of them worse off than me. We're not fucking special, man. And your fucking kids ain't special. Your fucking family's not special. You know, we have lived in the best time in history up to this point. And we have very much took it for granted. And probably we all have to a certain extent, as I have myself. Sometimes you don't know you're doing that. So, you think about our some of our ancestors and the shit that we had to deal with, and we're pissed off about that, you know, we might have to downgrade our life. We might have to actually cut up our credit cards. We might actually lose a line of credit. Our credit rating might go down. We may not be able to buy the fucking clothes we want to. We can't get our hair done. We can't get our nails done. All that shit's fucking funny, huh? Let me tell you something, man. I've said this before. If we happen to do, not that I want to go through it either, We hit another depression. I think we're about to do one. What is it, close to 100 years, 75 years, something like that? Let me tell you something. In the mid-2000s when the housing market crashed, some of you that think that was a depression, it wasn't a fucking depression. And just to keep it real, because everything about my podcast and about my brand and about my life is fucking keeping it real, I lost a house in that. I went through bankruptcy at that time, foreclosure, repossessions, all of that. Like I said before, you name it, I've probably fucking been through it. Except With the exception of a few things that I have not self-inflicted myself. It's kind of like when you hear people that always got some shit going on. This isn't a good time. There's so much shit going on. I've been so fucking busy. Shut the fuck up. That's what you need to do. Because the fact of it is, with again, with the exception of a small list of things that take priority over everything, sickness uh of of yourself or a family member children um a death in the family all these things are are they take priority over everything and we're all going to either deal with it at some point of our life with a loved one or ourselves most people bring this shit on themselves. as i have the past in my life i'm going through too much shit right now you mean shit you brought on yourself Your relationship bullshit. You can't fucking keep your addictions under control. You got piece of shit friends and family you keep letting come back in. That's what they really mean. Is the people that care about them don't really matter because they keep fucking gravitating to the shit that fucking is bad for them. So when I hear this, the first thing, see, when you create and you, st- you self-educate yourself on a number of different things, your mind, your mind automatically starts fucking processing that shit. And depending on who it is, it tells me, I love these people. It's just like people in relationship problems. The fact of it is, it's more for us and for myself, it's more women friends than anything else. They know who they are y'all bring this shit on yourself because you can't get the fucking guts to fucking get rid of them. You can't stop it. You can't walk away. That takes real strength. So here we are. So right now, the worst thing we've seen in our lifetime. And first world problems are not problems. Material things are not an issue. Uh, people aren't going to school. People aren't working. I know for where we live, and I feel like this is probably most of the United States, where it's shelter in place. I really am not even, I'm not really scared of shit, but I still am starting to get not comfortable going out. Uh, You can see the, the, the fear in people's eyes. And, you know, I guess what I really wanted to cover in this podcast was... We've seen ourselves decades ago getting this soft. We've seen us getting weak. And the way we sold it to ourselves as well as our loved ones, and I caught myself doing it when I was younger, was this right here. I don't want my kids and my loved ones to go through the shit I had to. I want to give them a better life. So, one of my philosophies and mentalities, and I do believe in this, Is somewhere in the process we fucked it up real good. It made us who we were. It gave us the strength. It gave us the discipline. And somehow we thought that wouldn't be good for them. Really? We didn't want them to do that, so we did everything for them. You know, there's so many different examples. It's like my generation, which is Generation X, I feel like we're the last ones for right now that still really appreciate a lot of simple things because we were kids in the 70s and 80s. And I'm sure there's a few floaters around there out of my two oldest kids' age, which is between 25 and 30. Uh, And, you know, like I said, some people will give you the exception to the rule. We're not talking about the exceptions to the rule. We're talking about the fucking majority. And we all know this is fucking true. But I told someone the other day, can't blame it on the young people In their defense. We did everything for them. So chances are most of them aren't shopping either. And that's not what I see at the stores, cleaning off the shelves. Chances are millennials and not picking on them because they have a lot of good qualities. Everybody brings, everybody's got a pro and a con. But we give them a hard time. But the fact of it is, our generation is not only doing our shit; we're doing every fucking thing for them too. You know why? Because we created it. And as soon as this shit hit the fan, we thought, "Oh fuck, they cannot take care of themselves." That's a goddamn truth, y'all know it, man. How long you think you'll be able to do it for them? You're gonna continue to do it? If if you're older and you're in what would be my parents' generation and you're a baby boomer and you're still taking care of your kids my age, who are Generation Xers, or you're taking care of your grandkids, what the fuck they are going to do when you're not here no more? I, I would say this, man, you know, and I, I really, I want anybody that knows me to understand this. Of course, there's a lot of things I'd like to have in life. There's a lot of different positions I'd like to be in. Some of that is self inflicted, some of it wasn't. <clears throat> but I promise you this. I'm not worried about some of the shit y'all are worried about because I live in this world. I live in the disciplined world. And I still feel like I'm not nearly as fucking disciplined as I should be. We are soft and we raise soft children. And we have made everything so fucking easy. Worried about we can't get the fucking latest for iPhone. Can't get an upgrade on your phone. That's really what the fuck we've been worrying about. Can't get your nails done. Can't get your hair done. Can't get the latest fucking shoes, Jordans, whatever it is. You can't go out to eat as much as you want to. All that shit's been shut down. And you know what? This probably probably pissing people off. But as usual, I don't give a fuck. Uh, which is, I think we deserve this. And I think deep down... A lot of you know that we deserve this. What we really want to say is, okay, it's went far enough. Has it really? This is the way I told my family this morning. I got frustrated with having to go to a number of different stores. And I got frustrated with, it was my la- uh my last check that I need to pick up to further notice or who knows, permanently. I had a problem getting to the bank because my bank doesn't have a drive through. And I had to go to four or five different banks, and I started complaining about it, and I had to think about it. And you know what I came and told them? We think that that's a hassle. You know what it really is? It's just fucking slight inconveniences. What if we really fucking get the carpet rug pulled out from underneath us? Let me, a couple of things I just want to remind people of. I have said consistently about people who are enabled, people who have had everything done for them. I said, what are you gonna do when tragedy strikes? And now here we are. What are you gonna do without your luxuries? What are you gonna do when these people aren't here no more? If you can't handle basic life problems, how are you gonna handle some real problems? Well, we're we're faced with some real problems now. We're about to have a record number in history of unemployment. I think maybe. At the last time we've seen some, something like, well, we didn't see anything like this. The last time this took place in history, these kind of things like unemployment weren't even in place. I heard somebody the other day say, well, during the last depression, I said, when was the last depression? You know what they told me? The housing market crashed and when the companies got bailed out in, what was it, 2008, 2009, 2010? This person happened to have been about 28 years old. They actually fucking thought that was a fucking depression. (laughs) This is how delusional we are. You know, I've had a number of people reach out to me, like I mentioned earlier, that have craved this kind of discipline now. They actually want it. Do you understand this is what matters? This is how we survive. And this is how we move forward. And yes, weak, soft, needy, sensitive people they put everybody at risk because they will do anything to save their own ass. They always have. They always will. History provides the facts for that. We just don't want to come to terms with it's Most of the people that we know and that it's our family. So I just had to get on here and freestyle for a little bit about this shit, man. Uh, People's like, I want to hear positive shit. You know, I'm not a big news watcher, but I've been kind of forced to watch the news. Uh, this is strictly opinion on some stuff, some of it's facts. I think that the shelter in place is to set us up for martial law. You know, I'm not a big, huge conspiracy guy. I'm a God-believing man, but I'm not a religious person. And I make that very fucking clear. And see, when you don't identify yourself with a certain religion... And you talk like I do. People think that you're not a God-believing person. Again, that goes back to religion. We'll talk about that in other podcasts later. And we'll dive deep on that because I had that conversation today. Hey, whatever the fuck you want to think about me makes no difference to me. You do you hear me say a lot of things over and over because they fit. I don't give a fuck what you think about me and you shouldn't care what I think about you. It doesn't matter. Uh, I believe how I believe. And I believe a lot of things... At this point in life, because of being around that in the previous phases of life growing up, and I have educated myself and did my own research, which I know for a fact so many people I know do not. You think because your grandparents or parents or the teachers or society or the fucking pastor or the preacher, you think because they told you that, that it happens to be true. And you know that most of you motherfuckers never went and checked for yourself. You never didn't you, you shook your head yes and you agreed with them because a person that was old in a robe said it or somebody like hey, no disrespect. I love a lot of the elders in my family that are gone and the ones that are here. But the fact of it is they were wrong about a lot of shit. And maybe they were uneducated on it. They misinterpreted it and distributed it the wrong way. Most of them didn't know. And I had this conversation today. They were too scared not to do it. Because they were controlled by fear. I am not. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's inevitable. But when it gets right down to it. People going to save themselves first. All this love thy neighbor shit. Do you, when was the last time you really seen that? You might really think that you and your neighbors. Because y'all live in a, a nice little suburban community. You really know they don't give a fuck about you. And you don't give a fuck about them. There are communities out there like that. But don't think small towns the fucking exception to the rule. Because it's not. So. What are we doing To make the best of it. For me. I can't spend an incredible lot of money. That I don't have. On doing some projects. I would fucking love to do around the house. But I'm already starting to get caught up on things. I try not to say that I don't have time. I try to say that we get things done. That we make the fucking time for. Yeah. Side note. Some of y'all. That say people don't check on you and that you're depressed and people don't care about people no more. Let me tell you, and some of you know who this is. We check on y'all regularly and you don't answer. And the reason being is because you want the people that you want to answer. It's kind of like, again, the relationship issues, which is I want to push away everybody that actually cares about me. And that checks on me, that actually has my well-being in mind. Because really deep down, they don't tell you what the fuck you want to hear. They tell you what you need to hear. And you fucking know it. And every one of you, man, better be glad I don't call names because you all fucking know who you are. So what you do is you gravitate back to the people who tell you what you want to hear. They tell you it's okay to keep doing what you're doing. So eventually you run us off for a long time, if not permanently. Same thing applies to this you just don't want to hear it. You motherfuckers are sitting around with your phones, man. Hey, I miss a few calls here and there and I usually get back to everybody. But for some of you never to answer on social media or here, we're just checking on you, man, because we care. I, if I let me catch y'all on there talking about people don't give a fuck and that people don't check on people and care about cuz I'm going to fucking call you out. And here's another thing. I don't know why y'all fucking let people slide so much, man. Y'all see people fucking around left and right on fucking social media. You know they're fucking not legit. You know they're not sincere. You know they're full of shit. I ain't going to have nobody like that on my fucking podcast. Again, the only fucking conversations that matter is the fucking truthful ones. If you're not keeping it real, then you're fucking hurting your people. That's the fucking truth. We want people to we want people to give us credit for what we want them to see perception and we already know that they're thinking otherwise because we've probably already let them know too many other things just some thoughts if this was fucking it and this was at the end of your life man ain't you aren't we fuck aren't you pissed off that you stayed in that fucking relationship you fucking hated. No matter what you fucking get on here and say, you know you fucking hate. It's crossed your fucking mind. Fuck. This is it. And I I, I want to end this years ago. Ain't you pissed off because you fucking stayed on that job you fucking hated? Aggravated with yourself because you didn't take them vacations. You put work first. That you got all them fucking bills of shit that's just sitting there that don't even matter. Trying to keep up with the fucking Joneses. You didn't take that fucking vacation. You didn't fucking get out of that bad relationship. You didn't leave that fucking job and take the less pay. And now we're fucking forced to do this shit. You know, like I said, you can either be humble on your own or the shit can be force-fed to you. And right now, that's what's going to be happening. Fucking jaws open wide, shoved down your throat. And when you say stop, it's not going to work. So I think that the shelter-in-place was a trial to see if we would do what we were told to do before martial law was implemented. That's just me. But I promise you this. If we were all more disciplined, we were all more savage as in the disciplined ways and not worried about hurting people's fucking feelings Not worried about pissing our fucking kids off. Not worried about, do we offend somebody? Are we politically correct? The world would be a significantly different place. But it's not. Everybody has worried about this shit so much. And now here we are. You know, the reason people don't like the truth is because once you get the truth and you know better, then you fucking have to deal with it. We argue for our limitations and excuses. And as long as we argue for them, we get to keep them. Remember that. You probably heard that somewhere else if you study the same material I do. As long as we argue for them, then we're looking for validation and get to keep them. The reason our history doesn't lock the truth and we don't lock the truth because once we know the truth, then we have to fucking deal with it. And we don't want to. Ignorance is bliss. But I tell you this, you know, I'm like anybody else. I got my concerns, but I'm not worried about a lot of people, what a lot of people are. People that have never lost anything are scared to lose their shit. If you've already lost a lot in life, then you're not scared to lose your shit. Hey, we're good over here. Uh, I, I still consider myself blessed. I am. I'm a blessed, wealthy man. That has nothing to do with money. So, the way I see it is, uh, I'll have some kind of income coming in. We'll be able to pay our bills, not have much extra, which will humble us even more. But Again, man, I've been preaching being humble, staying fucking, stay humble, living savage for a long time. I've been telling you fucking Thicken your kid's skin up, thicken your skin up. Fucking savage them up. People get offended by it. Now you're worried about what's going to happen to your loved ones when you're not with them. Because you cannot protect them 24-7. And even if you can, or you think you can, again, repeat again, what's going to happen when you're gone? The only thing that matters in this life is what you teach your children and loved ones to do for themselves. Not what you fucking actually do for them. And I have said this too. Like I have many other things. There's a reason other countries make fun of us. This is what happens. This is some shit people deal with all the time. All all they had to do was put a couple of things in place. They told us what the fuck to do and we done it. So, when they tell us to do something else, we're gonna do that too. A lot of people have speculation, they like to tie religion to this. So I can tell you this I'm uh if it stays like this for a few months, I'm still fine. It's a lot of people that has lived too soft and too comfortable for too long. Luxuries. And I think that we still don't fully understand what luxuries mean. Luxuries is getting your hair done. Luxuries is getting your nails done. Luxuries is spa days. Luxuries is getting to go sit down at a restaurant with your family or your friends. Luxuries is getting to go have drinks with people. Luxuries is getting to go to the movies. Luxuries is vacations. Luxuries is getting to buy clothes we actually don't need. Luxuries is getting to charge stuff on a credit card. Luxuries... Or upgrading yourself. I mean, the fucking list goes on. And we make jokes about it until our freedoms have been taken away. And because we're su- we are such pansies and we're so fucking weak, we're gonna let them take it away if it gets to that. If hey, you know, was this a man-made virus? Whatever's going on, is it really as bad as? What we're seeing in the news is it now. Everybody has their own philosophies about it, but I think in the back of most people's mind is you know what the fuck is up. You just don't want to say it because then that brings it to life. And trying to protect your children and protect your grant, protect your grandchildren. I have both. I have not saved their feelings for anything. Doesn't mean they're savaged up to the point they need to be. But I promise you this, they are well aware of what's going on. You have to live in reality. Some takeaways from this, I do feel like we're going to get quite a bit done around the house. My workouts are better. Uh, my eating habits are about the same. Uh, spending some time together. Uh, too much time in the house. Uh we still have the beautiful outdoors, but we're still limited on where we can go. So let me tell you this before I go, because, man, I could just keep going on about this. And maybe some of you want to hear it and some of you don't. And the ones that will, there's people that listen to my shit and they won't even acknowledge it. If somebody else said it, they would fucking love it. So let me just say this before I go. One thing is if you listen to this, I don't see what it hurts to share it. Uh It doesn't cost you anything. Really, if you really believe in my mission, my brand, everything I'm about, everything that I'm trying to build, then you would share this. And the only reason you wouldn't share it is it is because you're worried about what the fuck other people would think. Supporting someone like me. And uh, I was thinking about it, like, what, what are we going to do from here? Once... And if, when and if this blows over, however long it is, are we going to rethink our relationships? Are going to rethink your careers? Are you, are we going to put our priorities in place? Did we ever have our priorities in place in the fucking first place? Or are we going to go back to what we always do? Just like all the, like we do every time. It'll fucking affect us for a while. We'll get it. And then before you know, we're back in our fucking race. It's in our fucking nature to do that. Are we going to care about people more? Right now, hey, we don't get to see, well, we're not supposed to. We don't get to see loved ones that much. I know what's bothering me. I love to see a couple, I love to see all my grandkids. I like to spend more time with my daughter. I like to see both of my kids. If both of them are in different situations and I can't see either one of them. So, really, things and shit and credit and fucking perception and what people think of us matter more than that. Hey, what do y'all think about what people think of you now? You still give a fuck about what them people think? <laughs> Just thinking about this, man. All that shit that you thought mattered, all of a sudden fucking don't matter. All the shit you thought was a priority is not a fucking priority. You know, there's, there's certain things to give references to. I, You know, you look at how quick we, we panicked. What are we going to do if the shit gets worse? Let me tell you something else. I can pray all you want. There's no praying without action. There's not. Praying is good. We should do it. Whatever your belief system is, that's not for me to judge. Whatever your higher power is. But I tell you this, there's no praying without doing. People want people to make them. They want people to fix shit for them. Everybody that has had things done for them their entire life by the federal government, better watch out for them too. We're not talking about the ones who need it. We're talking about the ones who have played the system and did it by choice. Let me tell you, these people will be the first one to give in. So I'm trying to look at it as positive as I can, which I'm kind of seeing it as This lets us know the whole world can go on hold. I wish it wouldn't, as everybody else, it shouldn't have took this to do it. You know the reason? We were never going to slow down on our own. We were never going to do it, including myself to a certain extent. We're going to get back to some basic values. Uh, maybe we'll care, start caring about one another again. Maybe things won't come first and people will come first. Maybe the things we took for granted, the basics we will consider luxuries now. You know, where I run at, I've been running at almost 20 years. And I have seen people on the trail that I've never seen. I've never seen these people out here. And if somebody asks me, do you think you just missed them? No. I'm out there three to between two and five days a week for over almost 20 years. Believe me, you know, you're regulars. It took, it's took, Losing our basic fucking privileges and freedom to get people fucking on the ball. That's what has happened. The, like, oh shit. I might not get to do this for a while. I better fucking go do it. All of a sudden, sitting in front of the TV is not as important. Uh, I You know, I'm going to go enjoy a nature walk and on the trail, or I'm going to go to the lake or the fucking creek or the beach, and you can't go there. All of a sudden, shopping's not that important you know uh we as a society have so many advantages. Technology is both a curse and a gift it It can help us. I was thinking about all the shit with unemployment and thought what I was doing. And the phone calls I was having to make and how I was jammed online, couldn't even get through. And think about if this was the 80s or the early 90s, just even that, where you had to go do everything in person. And they didn't have the internet and you got to keep six feet apart and they only let one or two people. Or it's fucking closed. And You had three million people file for unemployment in one week. What, what the fuck would we do? Everybody relates stuff to their time period. Their generation was the best. Like I told someone again today and yesterday. Everyone thinks their generation had it right. Everyone thinks their family... val—most Again, most people thinks their family value system is right. People think their fucking religion's right. People And people think their kids didn't do it. And their traditions are good. And their fucking morals and ethics are in the right place. I think it's funny because fucking everybody thinks that. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm glad life is changing as we know it. I hope it gets people to reevaluate everything. That you, We make it out of this and you really think about how short life really is. And you fucking better take action on it. Because we won't get another go around like this. I don't feel like we will. If, if we make it out of this, who knows if we do? People say, when this blows over, what happens if it don't blow over? What happens if this is a new normal? So I had, you know, man, I like, I like I've said in every podcast, I have a list of podcasts to do. And you know? uh, I had really planned on doing this earlier in the week, but between the unemployment stuff and me being, like I said, me being unemployed now, and uh, like I said, I feel like I have a high pain tolerance. I've been in a, a reasonable amount of pretty excruciating pain with my tooth, but I try not to make excuses, so we move on, I'm working out, I'm here with my family, with the the family I can be with this in this house, and uh, we're we're making the best of it, and uh, I feel like I have taught them to appreciate the small things already, now even more, sometimes, you know, hey, kids don't want to go out of the house, it's a beautiful day, people from our generation, I fucking live outside, man. And they don't want to do it. And then now, Hey, I want to go outside. I want to go here. Can we do this? No, we can't. So if you're not savaging your family the fuck up and your kids up, you're fucking hurting them. And I think you know that. And if you didn't know it, you know it now. And if you're not, if you're not on my Facebook page, you should be. You should go, go back and look at a lot of my definitions and my mission statements of savage. It is my own. It is unapologetic. I don't go fucking get approval first and ask what the fuck everybody thinks before I do it. I'm just going to fucking do it. And I'm going to let the fucking cards and people fall where they are. Because people that are genuine and people that are sincere and people that mean what they fuck, the fuck they say are like this. You can't trust people who are people pleasers. Because they will do whatever they can to smooth over the situation. It is very ineffective. Another thing, all of a sudden, hey, I love my movies. At one time I liked sports, but all of a sudden celebrities and athletes aren't that important anymore. I've been saying that for a while too. So now if you make $100,000 a year or $10,000 a year, a lot of people just fucking got equalized. Nobody gives a fuck that your parents or whoever that you get special fucking treatment or you get uh, treated differently. I love this shit. I hope a lot of people are fucking neutralized. I really do. That shit goes neutral. People are equalized. And nobody gives a fuck who your family is or how much money they make. Or that you get special privileges. That shit just got wiped off the map. And it needs to stay wiped off the map. Because it does not fucking matter. We're fucking human beings at the end of the day. Not only... Not only... Are different we're in fights with different countries all the time we're in we're in a fight within the country then we're in a fight within the state we're in a fight within the community in the county, and with the fucking neighbors man nobody wants to stay it. I want you to do better but not do better than me That's really what it is. How the fuck did they get that and what are they doing? what are they doing special? everybody thinks fucking somebody owes them something and you realize that nobody owes you shit right now. We, you you are not fucking special. Your kids are not fucking special. Your fucking family's not special. No one gives a fuck. When you get right down to it, the people that gave a fuck were like you. As a society in general, no one gives a fuck. So, man, I just had a lot of this on my mind. There's much more to come. Maybe I'll make this part one. Maybe we we'll do it part two or part three. I don't know. I want to jump into my other podcast material, but I think we need to touch base on how this is going. You know, uh, you know I shared a post the other day. It said, again, the working middle class saves everyone's ass. You know, hey, you know, maybe we really need to thank people's salaries and shit after this, too. You know, I often say is when we say we deserve things, we always say when we deserve something, it's for the best. And one thing I have said in the past is what if we all got what we really deserved? Do we really want what we deserve? Do we really want what we prayed for? It sounds like we just got it to a certain extent and we'll see where it goes from here. So, uh, I got to get up early. I I got some work to do for myself. Well, I don't have to, I'm making myself. And, uh, I just want to say hi to everybody, and I hope everyone's doing the best they possibly can. Now's the time to recreate yourself, find yourself, or maybe you never knew yourself in the first place. Reac- reacquaint yourself with your family, with yourself. Spend a long time. You know, I'm big about solitude, and uh, I'm going to get off here, and hey, maybe I'll do another one for the weekends over with. I never know, but I had planned to do this for a couple of days, but I have been on the phone and online constantly trying to uh, uh, figure out something I really haven't had to do in my life, so uh, uh, I'm in a reasonable amount of pain with this dental problem, and uh, this podcast isn't isn't for everybody, you know, and uh, I could get on here and talk about nonsense, I could get on here and just try to be funny, and there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be podcasts in the future, like I said, when it's uh, music oriented or or uh, uh working out or just hey, I got a couple of buddies that are so damn funny man that all they could do is start talking and you just I don't know you have to know them y'all gonna crack up but i'm not I'm not gonna not keep it real. this is the issue at hand right now, and this is what we need to be talking about now there's also that perspective which is can't we get away from that yeah, there is this why I said, hey. Feel free to chime in on what you're doing for your workouts. What are you doing to keep entertained? Have you learned something new? Have you read some books? Have you started a new hobby that you normally wouldn't do? Have you re have you maybe got to something that you normally that you've been you wouldn't do or that you've thought about for years? I want to hear all that stuff. But uh we have to live in the real world. And we haven't lived in the real world in a long time, and that's a problem. We lived delusional and fantasy, and now here we are. Uh, we've not wanted to deal with nothing for years. Uh, we 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 wanted a lot of comforts. We shied away from from the difficult path, any discomfort, anything that was problematic or uh, anything we deemed offensive, anything that was uh, uncomfortable, and we didn't want to hear. And now we're dealing with a bunch of shit that we didn't want to. And and honestly, I'll be honest. Like I've mentioned just throughout this podcast is I'm fine. A bunch of other fucking people ain't fine. Uh, this is why I live in this world. Because what it does is it makes simple things seem like a luxury. It makes basic things that we take for granted seem like that they are a surplus. Uh, nobody owes you shit. You should have no expectations. Uh, uh, we assume this is one of my, on one of my shirts. We assume that the rest of the world is going to treat our loved ones and family as we do. And they don't, they don't give a fuck. Savage in the fuck up. I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all reach out to me. Feel free to on any of my social media platforms. I'm going to take something and get some rest, Uh, man, stay humble and live savage, live savage and I think now more than ever you need to tell people you love them and make things right if you feel the need to and pride gets in the way of a lot of progress, holler at y'all.